0: Hello, and welcome to episode 32 of the Dial-Up Movie Club. Season 2, baby! We made it, boys! Season 2! Yeah, buddy! And with me, as always, this week, we got Drew. Drew, how are you doing this week?
1: Oh, I'm doing fan-freaking-tastic. Um, I watched Into the Spider-Verse again this week. Excellent and- movie. It is. It never fails to take my breath away. Absolutely amazing. To this guy. And uh, beyond that, uh, not too much. Not too much. Um, we celebrated Dean's birthday this past weekend with a big shebang <laughs> at my house. It was a great big shebang. Time. Um, lots of fun. Lots of lots of laughs.
2: Many laughs, many fun.
1: I had but fun. yeah, that's about it.
0: Nice, and we got Dean. Dean, how are you doing this week?
2: I'm doing good. I saw Spider-Man: No Way Home, Ooh, which so um, did I. you know took my breath away more than uh, Into the Spider Verse.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, okay,
2: have that as you will. Remember. As well, that I, for some reason, don't ever retain Spider-Verse in my memory. I have watched it, I think, three or four times, and I have forgotten most of it. I don't know why. I wonder why. I said I don't know why.
0: I do. Then we all wonder why.
2: We do. Even me. Um. Yeah, I didn't appreciate... No, Okay. Uh oh. It was, uh, so Pix was awfully. He, he was expressed in such a way I don't think Pix wanted. Um. <laughs>
0: you didn't like the Christmas poem?
2: You did not inform me of it. We were not informed <laughs> about the beginning of, uh, Klaus being <laughs> cut out. I thought I sounded sophisticated compared to Matt's garbling. But release anyways, the Klaus
1: cut. Release the Klaus
0: release cut. The Klaus cut. Oh man, is that the new, the new hashtag?
2: He replaces it with a mocking obituary, for <laughs> picks the mouse. He didn't lie that I threw picks out the door like a baseball, but that was to <laughs> fulfill his. Oh my god,
0: that's the highlight of nature. the story.
2: Well, yeah, so that's why you included it but yeah he, it was in vain it was to maybe a hawk would see it and
0: yeah and then, i mentioned that yeah i didn't make you out to be a psychopath all right well you we're giving back to nature the circle of life continued through you
2: Pix life baby probably would have appreciated uh sad news today that picks the mouse has passed away rather than uh Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse.
0: Especially not Dean's mouse.
2: Oh, especially (laughs) not Dean's
4: (sighs) mouse. But yeah, that was my weekend.
0: Nice. Awesome. How was yours, Matt? Thanks uh, for asking. I did pretty much the same thing you guys did. I watched Spider-Man No Way Home. Very good movie. Wait, I didn't and, do that. I ooh. had a birthday party with Dean. Uh, ooh. So, very good time there, too. Um, We started watching the new Diary of a Wimpy Kid animated movie, but we didn't finish it, so I can't give a full review yet. So.
2: I was amused.
0: It was a fever dream. <laughs> it <say> was. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I do want to finish it someday because it's like only an hour. So it's not too much of a time investment.
4: Jafiel? Word up.
0: Word up. What? Yeah. And season two, we're ringing it in. New year, new us. And we are starting out this month with a killer theme. Real groovy. Yeah. Real groovy. Real, uh, rad-tastic. We got the 80s, 80s month, baby. Groovy is
1: 70s, Drew. <sighs> hey, it, it uh, transcended into the 80s. Yeah, it I think works Groovy the transcended. transcended 80s.
2: But that's not what... When people hear Groovy, they think 70s, right, 80s, bodacious.
1: Totally... Oh, you f- <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. Whoops. <laughs> i <I'll> slip up. <laughs> uh,
0: Screw you! I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that and just censor it, because that was good. <laughs> uh, good, that's oh, what I. You stole my word. <laughs> okay. Oh god! Um, uh, a whole month of '80s movies, <laughs> whatever words you want to use to describe them. But our first movie, which I have brought, is the Karate Kid. Phenomenal. Eighty fours. The Karate Kid, directed by John Avild- Avildsen. Av- I'm Al- sure it's Vidal-
1: pronounced differently. Alvin.
0: Alvin! But he directed it. And you guys want to start off with the first IMDb match of the year? Holy cow, yes. Oh, yeah. Who's going to start off
2: ahead? Got my IMDb mitts.
0: It's a battle of the titan here, folks. Um, who won Klaus? That was me, but who won before that? It was Dean, so Dean goes first. Alright. But first, let me explain the rules of the IMDb game. IMDb is a website where people can go to and rate movies on a scale 1 to 10, decimal points included. IMDb then takes all the scores and compiles them, averages them out to give us a nice number. Out of 10, that is the average rating. Dean and Drew here are going to guess whoever is closest gets to give their final thoughts at the end first. Dean. I'm going to go with a seven five. Ooh, all right, all right. Ooh. Drew, you got one to beat that?
1: I was going to go with an 8.7.
0: Whoa-wee. Ooh, very high. All right, two very different scores oh, here. One of I you was much closer than the other. Being only uh, 0.2 off. Oh, man. Who's is the Dean? right idea? What? what? Yeah. Dean said 7.5. It is a 7.3 on IMDb. How dare the people? Yeah, You know the people.
2: Are. You know how they are with 80s movies.
0: How dare they? How are they with 80s
2: movies? I feel like they're usually rated in the sevens. Hmm.
0: I guess we'll have to look into that this month. But they should be higher. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Dean, you want to start us off with your initial thoughts on Karate Kid?
2: Well, I was going into it um, partially excited, partially not. Partially excited was because I watched Cobra Kai, and Cobra Kai was hype, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to see Johnny as a kid, even though he's doing Cobra Kai, but I'm going to see him, like, the whole time as a kid. Mm-hmm. And the not so excited part was because I expected it to, for some reason, but I feel like I'm not crazy to think it. I expected it to be boring. So, mm-hmm. kind of went in level headed at that point. And. No, no bad expectations. That's pretty much my initial thoughts. Is this your
0: first time watching it?
2: No, um, hmm. I've seen it before. I just don't know if it was like during a class movie hour, but like flex at middle school. Mm. So
4: it didn't really get finished. I don't think I finished it.
0: Nice. Nice. Drew, your initial thoughts on the karate kid.
1: Yeah. So I, I had seen this, um, at least like three or four times in my lifetime prior to this, uh, in, my dad has always been a huge advocate for The Karate Kid and other 80s movies, but this has always been one of his favorites. And so, yeah, I watched it with him when I was younger. And yeah, Cobra Kai came out and he was all about that. It was like his favorite show. And I was like, oh, okay, OK, I I feel like I should give it a chance at some point. And then um, sure enough, you guys and I, yeah, we... Uh, All decided to watch the episodes as they came out and started making Cobra Kai Nights a thing, which Mm was a grand old time. And um, the new season just came out, I believe. So um, we'll have to we'll have to watch that. We haven't yet. But um, yeah, no, I've I've always had a great love for this movie. Very nostalgic. The new season's out.
0: Mm hmm. New
2: Cobra Kai season. (laughs)
0: nice um yeah i watched this movie for the first time when i was really young like drew this is one my dad really liked and so he showed me and i i don't really remember it much honestly but like we got really into it like we went out of our way and we bought like a bonsai tree in North Carolina, of all places bonsai had, uh, yeah, bonsai, sorry, not bonsai bonsai tree
3: i 'm trimming my uh baby tree here <laughs> bonsai tree bonsai tree bonsai bonsai
0: and uh we had that for a while, and it was it's great, and I really got immersed in the world and um. Yeah, same story. Cobra Kai nights were great. So hyped for the next season. And yeah, this is one... I mentioned a while ago that I had watched Rocky, and I was kind of disappointed with it. And I had a thought watching The Karate Kid. I'm like, this is everything I wanted from Rocky. Like, this is just, like, a great underdog story. I really dig the relationships between all the characters, honestly. So, yeah, I I really dug this movie upon a very long-go rewatch. So, yeah, it's great. It's a great yeah. movie. Let's talk about Daniel. Daniel. Okay, so this movie starts out. And it starts out in New Jersey, and they are moving to... Uh, the valley in California because Daniel's mom gets a new job there. She works for some computer company. They say that actually ends up just going under pretty much within a few months of her getting there. So that kind of, kind of sucks for her.
1: (laughs) Uh, That does. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: But we, when we first meet Daniel and they're doing this whole cross country road trip and he seems very like, He's kind of unlikable at first because he's just like, I don't want to go. And you talk about the pool too much, and the mom's just happy to be there. I'm like, dude, respect your mom, you know. Dude's getting his
2: ass beat. What you talking about? He didn't disrespect her, but man, I think he valid for hating the place.
0: Nah, that's this is before they even yeah. get there, though. Oh, he ain't okay. giving it a chance.
2: Well, he's being taken away from his friends in his hometown. He can't, he can't just,
1: I don't know. He. I wouldn't be like,
2: yeah,
4: yeah, I'm
2: everything.
1: I think, yeah, yeah! Both, both sides of the situation are very understandable.
0: There's a compromise to get to with this where I feel didn't like he, he should. Didn't not... he tell her she didn't even ask him though? Yeah, that is. He didn't a, like... even ask him. Like, he is the child, she is the adult. She technically doesn't have to ask him, but that is, yeah, like a respect thing. Yeah, like,
1: yeah he, he she should have. She
0: hustled yeah. him. He hustled him. But I feel like a lot of in those situations, like, you move houses, your parents probably don't really give you a say, but I guess it's a bigger deal since it is literally the exact opposite side of the United States. But he gets there, and... It's, um, this very run down, uh, kind of crappy apartment complex. The pool isn't filled. The pool that the mom hyped up so much, uh, is, is not filled. It's kind of yucky. And, uh, he kicks this bridge or not this bridge. He kicks this gate in and ends up whacking a kid he, we learn his name Freddie, and he's he's a nice guy. He's instantly inviting. He invites Daniel to a cookout that they're having on the beach uh tomorrow night. So which is weird to like I get it's like an end of summer thing, because literally the next day is uh, the first day of school. So it's like they get there on Saturday, they have their little cookout party on the beach Sunday, and then Monday is like first day, new school. That's a that's a busy weekend.
2: That is a busy weekend.
0: I, I like this old lady that's sitting there and she's like, oh, you're from Jersey. And he's like, oh, how'd you tell? She's like, I can smell my own kind. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bro, (laughs) that one dude who invited Daniel to that beach party Mm -hmm. later to just stand and watch him get his shit kicked.
1: Yeah, kind of a bad host.
2: And he's like, (laughs) after after he's beat, like, clearly he ain't in the fighting mood. The Mm -hmm. guy's like... Come on, you gotta get up, Come on, do it? Like he's just <laughs> keeping it going.
0: like <laughs> oh <my God>. where's <laughs> this hype man I, This is a question that I've heard many a times. There's a lot of theories online, like to the point where I've seen articles of like child psychologists digging into this movie of whether Daniel is actually the bully in this scenario. Oh. Between him and Johnny, and, um... Do you guys know, like, how Cobra Kai kind of came to be? Like, that How I Met Your Mother episode? What is a very convoluted story, so I don't blame you for saying are you, what.
1: Are you saying how the TV show came to be, or how the... The, like... the
0: TV show, Cobra Kai.
1: Okay. No, I don't, I don't know.
0: So, there's an episode of How I Met Your Mother where... Um, Barney, who is like the Neil Patrick Harris ladies man guy. Um, he, I think it's like for his birthday, he's like, all I ever wanted was to meet the hero of the karate kid. And like, I think the gang is like, yeah, let's get him." And so they bring in Ralph Macchio, who is Daniel and Barney starts crying. He's like, that's not the hero. That's the bully of the story. <laughs> oh, then. And they end up finding uh, William Zabka, who plays Johnny Lawrence, and that's, like, his hero, because he thinks that Johnny is the hero of the story, because he's a a young ladies' man who is great
1: at karate, so. Sure is a big poster of the Karate Kid above your bed. Hey, Karate Kid's a great movie. It's the story of a hopeful young karate enthusiast whose dreams and
2: moxie... Take him all the way to the All-Valley Karate Championship. Of course, sadly, he loses in the final round of that nerd kid. But he learns an important lesson about
1: gracefully accepting defeat.
4: Wait, when you watch the Karate Kid, you actually root for that mean blonde boy?
1: No, I root for the scrawny
2: loser from New Jersey who barely even knows karate. When I watch The Karate Kid, I root for The Karate Kid, Johnny Lawrence from the Cobra Kai Dojo.
0: Get your head out of your ass, Lily. And then that kind of idea of Johnny Lawrence actually playing a bigger part in all this got like, spun in through producers, and William Zabka really liked the idea, so that kind of whole that like one episode and kind of joke and how I met your mother kind of spread into the creation of that show.
1: That's actually really cool. I had no idea yeah. about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Hey, it's the butterfly effect. Baby. Right. Yeah, it
0: really is. <laughs> You're right. Butterfly effect until dawn. <laughs> but Um, yeah. So I want your guys kind of thoughts because I, watched it this time kind of thinking of like is i want to see like the legitimacy in in this theory and i kind of kind of see it kind of don't i think in some scenarios like at the school dance yeah daniel is definitely instigating by dumping water on johnny Mm -hmm. in the stall yeah but I feel like in this uh, beach scenario, it is definitely Johnny who's provoking the Hold situation. On. I want
2: to. So I do think it's off of Johnny to be told to put the radio down or something. He just hucks it and busts it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the, and that yeah, that's Johnny kind of escalating the situation. Also, it's weird that Johnny isn't invited to this party,
1: which his girlfriend's at. That That is kind of strange, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, that's why he wasn't invited. Cause She's there. She was like, I don't want him here. She knows the host more than Johnny knows the host. Also, you're more likely to be allowed into a party when you're a chick than when you're a guy. Come on, let's face it. Come on.
0: That's <laughs> how, how it goes. Come on, that's how it goes. That's how it
2: goes.
0: But like... <laughs> <laughs> Johnny's been there like his whole life Daniel's been there for a day And he gets invited to this party on the beach It looks like a pretty fun party They're they got a, I think they're cooking over the fire They're all playing soccer oh, on the beach This Seems was the like camping
1: trip he missed it, it seemed like it Can you give me some examples of like What would Make you think Daniel Is the bully in this Movie because I mean, there's not too many that I can think of personally, other than, like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe a girl stealer, or I don't know.
0: So, like, yeah, the Halloween prank, that's kind of the big one. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, that was completely uncalled for. That was at the point where they had the... Tr- Wait, no, that was... That was right before they had the truce with Cobra Kai, because that kind of interactions what gets them to go. So, John, like he wasn't in the clear yet. But even when he does have the truce with Cobra Kai, he's constantly like poking at Johnny and the Cobra Kai to like come after him. I think he he makes fun of them, um, but, the, uh, in front of school.
1: I I guess I don't even really understand like I, the Halloween thing. Like he does pour water on him, but. I feel like if anything he's just getting some revenge, you know, for his beating he's gotten like I don't know, I I feel like it's well justified.
4: <laughs> mhm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I I don't think the theory is correct. Like and obviously the story wants you to think Johnny is the bully so you definitely have to put your mind to yeah. hurdles. Yeah. That's what right I'm doing right now. The opposite way. But there yeah. is... Like, like, yeah, there is evidence to say. And uh, Daniel in this movie is a very angsty young boy. So, Bro, yeah.
2: So I'm watching the... <clears throat> I feel like the biggest thing. Because I would agree at first glance, the beach scene is where Johnny seems the most, um, I guess, antagonistic... And he is the one to go down there and intervene. I'm just trying to think of it as like, he's this dude, right, who just, sounds like he just split up with the girl. And some people even question if it's really for real or not. Who's to Mm -hmm. say if he's not questioning it himself? So he could still, to a slight extent, be thinking that she's his girlfriend and he's looking over this hill and who's this boy with her? He gets he gets all, like, flamed, heated, fired, fierced up, and he goes down the hill, and he goes up. And I honestly don't know what goes on about the radio. I think that's just his anger. He puts it out on the radio and chucks it at the ground and breaks it, and then Daniel walks up. And I'm trying to look at it in the way on what makes Johnny look more okay. And Daniel walks up, and before he even touches the radio, nothing's even started officially between the two. Before he even touches the radio, Johnny says, hey, bro, don't touch it, punk, or something. Like, he, he warns him, don't touch it. Yeah. All right? He touches it. He continues. He ignores it. He touches it. He picks up the radio. And next worst thing that Johnny does is shove the radio into Daniel, and they're, like, fighting over it. He just shoves it in Daniel and knocks him over. And when Daniel's going up towards Johnny. Johnny's like, come on! But Johnny hasn't gone at him yet. Johnny doesn't go at him until he, like, actually does a move. I don't know if it's Mm -hmm. a throw of any punch or kick, but he does a move, like, towards him. And then Johnny goes into karate mode. So I do feel like playing certain specific situations, that situation could have been avoided.
0: So you're saying that Johnny... Johnny started the scenario, but Daniel instigated it? Like, he turned it into a fight?
2: Yeah, I, yeah that that could be seen like that.
0: Okay.
1: Alright. Maybe, yeah. I, I guess I get that. I think it's interesting, yeah, because the movie is very much making you root for Daniel, but the whole Cobra Kai series definitely seems like it's trying to make you side with Johnny. Uh, I think the Cobra
0: Kai series kinda doesn't want you to pick favorites.
1: Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I feel like it is just slightly tilted more towards Johnny though, since yeah. like it starts on him like he kinda is the main character. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would say that. Um this whole movie so Cobra Kai is a show. I don't wanna get too into spoilers for it because I know not everyone has seen it, but um we we we've all said in our Cobra Kai nights that the whole base of the show is built off misunderstandings. Like yeah. 90% of the show doesn't happen. If the two characters just sat down and talked about that whatever true. situation they were going through. So I was really looking for that in this movie where it was, where like misunderstandings. I really only got one and I was a little disappointed because I, I was Really looking forward to this whole franchise just being (laughs) built off, or not disappointments, um, misunderstandings.
1: What was the one that you
0: found? The one I caught it was at the dance where, uh, or not the, there are a lot of dances in this movie. Well, I guess there's two, but it's like the rich people dance where Johnny is dancing with Allie and Daniel looks at him through the window and Johnny looks at Daniel and then starts, like, making out with Allie. And then that was a misunderstanding. Because Daniel then comes back to Allie later all mad about it. And she's yeah. like, well, you don't understand. And they get in a big fight. And I'm like, dog, if either of you just explained it, <laughs> yeah, all that would be over. But Shoot. Yeah, besides that, I didn't get many, like, crucial misunderstandings in this. Either of you guys ever do any martial arts? Why, yes.
2: I asked about it growing up, and my folks did not want to pay for it, so no. (laughs) Nice. What would
0: you have done? Would you have done karate?
2: Probably, because that's the only thing I really knew about
1: as a kid.
0: Mm -hmm. Nice.
2: But after I met Drew and such, obviously I learned
1: more. I, um, I started off pretty young, um, did like a couple karate classes. Didn't really like it. Um, my dad and I ended up moving to hop keto. Um, mm. and then did that for quite a while. That was like a good, I want to say three or four years at least. Uh, and then eventually moved to Taekwondo. Uh, and we were at that for quite a while, probably a good two years ish. um, and then you joined in on that. Um, Ooh, And then your pancreas burst. And then my pancre <laughs> my pancre No, it was my um my spleen became enlarged.
0: Oh, your spleen became enlarged. My yep. mistake. <laughs> yeah. Bummer. Oh uh, man. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I did Brazilian jiu jitsu for a while when I was young, and then. I did wrestling, which I know isn't a martial art, but, you know, fighting. Yeah,
1: but it's it's similar.
0: Yeah, yeah. Same vein. MM, well, it's not even MMA. I don't know. It's wrestling. I did it for a long time. And then, yeah, I hopped on the Taekwondo train with you for a while. Yeah. And a the, while. It's just like the belt testing, really. I was talking to Kim about it. It's like Saturday mornings, really early, out in, it's like a 45-minute drive yeah. from my house. Yeah. And it's like, I just, and then like, you couldn't learn more until you got to the next belt.
1: So I I was just, it's just like, they wouldn't let me,
0: man. I was doing Kipo Punze base form number (laughs) one for months.
1: Yeah. I mean, the only, like, I think as far as forms go, yeah, you would be pretty much doing the same one. I could still learn like strikes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. I, I totally get that. And honestly, I think just belt testing in modern martial arts for the most part is kind of stupid, like how how it's taken care of and how, you know, if you're going to test for a belt, like it's you're pretty much just paying for this belt. Like they exactly. don't really they don't really want to not let you pass because they want you to pay.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I feel like your
0: sensei should be the one who can do that for you. Which, yeah. um, Miyagi yeah. does in this movie where he says, Daniel is a black belt and gets him a black belt. Yes. I thought that <laughs> was weird. What a guy. How he just ended up stealing the black belt. Um, here's an interesting uh, trivia for you, Dean. I think you'll like this. Trivia? Is, yeah, Um,
2: Cue the trivia music.
0: The main role of Daniel, before Ralph Macchio was casted, the son of Clint Eastwood was going to play uh, Daniel. But the studio decided to go with Macchio instead. So, in retaliation, because Clint Eastwood was not happy about that... Uh, he banned Coke products from all of his sets, because at the time, the studio Paramount owned Coca-Cola Company. Oh, so wow. There are no Coca-Cola products on Clint Eastwood sets because of the Karate Kid.
2: <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude really uh, got
1: something against Coke.
0: Well, I, I don't know oh. if they're still not, because I'm pretty sure Paramount doesn't still own Coca-Cola.
1: Yeah, I, I doubt it. But that is a—it's a
0: very strange grudge. <laughs> to yeah. Help. Um. Also, William Zabka, who plays Johnny Lawrence, did not know any martial arts before this movie, and after this movie, went on to actually take karate and uh, got up to a green belt. Who so did for him? I'm not sure how far that is. Is that high? But I was going to ask
1: the actor of Johnny. Yeah, yep. Okay, that's cool.
0: Karate. Let's see. Belts Karate. What's the order
1: here? I don't think green is that high. I think it's pretty, like, upper mid.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm pretty sure I'm freaking colorblind, man. <laughs> yeah, green is, like, pretty much right in the middle of the pack.
1: Yeah. That's still cool was, that this yeah. movie... Inspired him to do that.
0: Oh, this movie inspired a lot of people to take karate. Like, oh yeah,
2: I'm sure there was a
0: karate boom after this movie.
2: I bet you there was another boom
0: after Cobra Kai. Probably
2: not even karate Kai
0: or karate Kai. Cobra Kai made me want to take karate.
1: There you go. There we go. And not just karate too like i'm sure all martial arts were just booming after this movie
3: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. um so yeah back in the apartment he's got a leaky sink so he has to go get the repair man and we meet mr miyagi and he is currently trying to catch a fly with uh chopsticks what do you guys think of mr miyagi
1: oh my god what a guy i I love Mr Miyagi, he's like like you i feel like you can't watch this movie and not want him to like be your uncle or something or yeah like he he's
0: let's say that
1: he's such a wholesome, humble man, you gotta respect his grind, and you know the whole like the whole part like with his where he's talking about like his wife is like. Oh, you feel for him. You feel for him. I'm sorry
4: <laughs> about your wife, Miyagi. Yeah. He's a good man. He's a good man. He's
2: a great I teacher. Bet,
1: I I I'd like to assume he's a uh, a he was a great guy in real life too, the actor that played him.
3: Mhm.
0: Yeah, um Pat Yeah, Pat Morita. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting, um, kind of learning about him because I did. I did, I wanted to do a little research on this movie. That's why I kind of have more facts than usual. And nice. It was, it was interesting learning about him going into this movie because he was a comedian before this. Oh, and the producers did not want him to be Mr. Miyagi because he was a comedian, and he's like, we need someone who can really portray like a humble. Um, we don't want a funny things. guy. Yeah, no funny business here. And then they funny eventually business. bent, gave it to Marita, and he ended up getting nominated for a Oscar and a Golden Globe for this. Wow! So yes, talk Good about on him being not <laughs> like being almost denied and then going and like absolutely giving it your all and proving everyone wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For real. Miyagi is the biggest comeback from being cast typed and my MVP. Really? Okay. I mean, I think that's a valid MVP. You know, I think I got, I think
0: I got to agree. He trains, he trains Daniel.
1: I, don't, I can't really think of anyone else that's more worthy of it in this movie. Of course it's Miyagi. Good, good.
0: And what are your thoughts on Miyagi?
2: Well, he is a great teacher. I said that before. One of my things I wrote down, one of my favorite lines from him is when he's like becoming a teacher, um, he makes sure to say, I promise to teach if you promise to learn. And I think that's very important. That's what that's what Mm -hmm. teachers and students got to do today, because right now the students are not promising to teach, it seems, because of how much is happening against the teachers. Oh, my gosh. You see the amount of teachers leaving their um, desks recently? There's a lot of people quitting their jobs, especially teachers. And it's because the students are not promising to learn. That's what the teachers Mm -hmm. need to accomplish.
0: How would American education be if every teacher was Mr. Miyagi?
2: They should show every class the Karate Kid.
0: I I agree with that. <laughs>
2: hey, let's do it.
0: I think this would fall in the list of movies that everyone should see at least once in their life.
1: Yeah, I agree. It works. It's
0: a it's Amazing Coming of Age tale, it's an underdog story, you got all the great uh dialogue and characters, you know, it's it's got everything. Have you guys um I don't know seen I don't know. the I know. reboot they did with like Jaden Smith?
1: Yes, I did see that.
0: I saw that. I used to watch that a lot, and it's very similar oh. like just is, the story. I, yeah, I think it, I saw it, that it
4: is, first. Really, yeah.
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, it is very similar, just like yeah, on a story level. Um, But I, I think this one far exceeds it. Oh, just as yeah, an
4: overall
0: film. And it's that one's strange because they make Miyagi like a serial killer where not like a serial killer, but I think he was in like a big drunk driving accident and killed like a whole family. And I'm like, what a weird motivation. Kind of, yeah. It like replaces, it replaces the scene in this where it's uh, him celebrating his anniversary and he's very drunk and, Uh, It's talking about his wife and child who died in childbirth. But in the reboot, it's like Miyagi is like, "Uh," he's all drunk and he's like, yeah, I killed a whole family in my drunk driving. And that's why I'm sad.
1: (laughs) I don't remember that at all.
0: I remember that very vividly because it it disturbed me as a kid.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. What a dark twist.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Miyagi in this one, war hero, Jackie Chan's Miyagi, slaughter of humans. <laughs> I had a question, maybe you know this Dino or I can just Google it. What is a medal a medal of valor specifically? Because Miyagi has valor. one. He he has that medal of valor ah. for World War Two. And I was wondering if that's different to, like, a Medal of Honor, because Kim and I were watching it, and she's like, is that... How How do you get that?
1: I totally knew what this was, but I'm blanking on it.
0: Let me um, look it up. Yeah. Middle of Valor. Let's see. Um, I feel okay, like it valid? would
2: more likely, if it was military, I want to guess it'd be more likely, like, a silver or bronze star.
0: Hey club members, it's Matthew. Now, as many of you know, I'm getting married next year, and I want to fit into a tux and most of all look good in it for those photos. So I've been having to prioritize my own health a lot more, eating healthier, getting rid of sodas and walking more. And one of the biggest helps for me has been Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being and the Hydration Multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, or on long flights. I love how it makes me feel after a workout. This stuff refreshes you. I love it. All the flavors, but let me tell you two of my favorites. One, the new strawberry lemonade flavor, fantastic. And if you're feeling a little more classic, I go with the pina colada. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. There are 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting, which contain five essential vitamins B3, B5, B6. B12 and vitamin C with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks made with premium ingredients, non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy and soy. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DIALUP at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DIALUP at liquidiv.com. Actions above and beyond the call of duty and exhibiting exceptional courage, extraordinary decisiveness, and presence of mind. Are you sure that's not
4: the Medal of Honor?
0: That's what I'm going to say, because that sounds like a Medal of Honor. But what's a Medal of Honor? What? uh, How much? Oh, do you get money? Money? That's cool. Money? Uh,
2: How do I get one? By <laughs> the so
0: honor, a recipient <laughs> had distinguished himself, consip- cons- yeah, conspicuous whatever, by gallantry and intrepidity at the risk of the life above and beyond the call of duty. So it so, sounds like Medal of Honor is like you put your life on the line and did something, but Medal of Valor is like you just went above and beyond with something. Yeah, it sounds like it's like
2: the military version of saying that's not my job, but I'm going to do it anyways.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm kind of getting from it. So it sounds like it's just like a step down from Medal of Honor. But, you know, good for Miyagi for having one in World War II, no less.
1: Yeah, good for him.
0: And he was on the Eastern Front. He said he was killing Germans. So, you know, Miyagi's anti-Nazi. He's good in my book.
4: (laughs) True that. True.
2: He
1: do be anti-them. Are they like Voldemort? You can't say their name.
2: (laughs) They who (laughs) shall not be named.
0: They who shall
1: not be named.
0: Man, I said it already. Hopefully I don't say it two more times. I could summon them.
1: (laughs) All I'm hearing is Dean is a Holocaust denier. What? (laughs) Why does that make that claim?
0: (laughs) 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 We're starting out early with the wild Dean accusations
1: this season. (laughs) Oh, we're bringing them back. One per (laughs) season. Jim? Oh, Uh, many more. Many more. Many
0: more. Why do there have to be wild accusations? We'll go for one per episode this season.
1: I like that. I think that's a good goal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This episode Dean's a Holocaust denier. We'll see we'll see where he's at next week.
1: <laughs> Why do I I don't deny it happened? Tune in next week for when Dean's racism spikes. <laughs> oh my
4: god.
1: I'm sorry, Dean. I know you're not a racist.
2: My lawyer has informed me <laughs> that <laughs> it's best I don't say anything.
0: Good. I, I think you should listen to your lawyer. Yeah, maybe. Until next week. Hmm. Okay, so he's bonding with Miyagi, right? And they're getting their, their bonsai. He's learning the bonsai. Bonsai! bonsai. Bonsai, bonsai, um, and they have a Halloween school dance. So, uh, as one does, he dresses up as a shower and goes it's to because the because he doesn't want to be seen. Yeah, yeah, but
2: I think Miyagi makes it for him.
0: He does. It says he does, but it's weird to me because. A lot of movies I've noticed have Halloween dances, but I've never heard of a school having a Halloween dance. Is this a thing that I missed out on my entire life?
2: I never heard of one.
1: Maybe I've not gone to experience Maybe it one. is
2: one in like California and such cuz it's always warm and it's warm enough to wear Halloween costumes in California on Halloween, which I don't know why it wouldn't be here. We have Halloween, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like okay, even yeah. uh, Halloween 2018 had a Halloween dance, and that's uh, in Illinois, which is
2: I thought you were gonna say, and that was roof. before pollution.
0: <laughs> that was, was that colder. was before pollution. No, <laughs> dude, we're not on your global warming act yet. Let's <laughs> let's calm down here. But these these school dance. Uh, Allie's there, and she somehow knows immediately that's Daniel because he's trying to hide. And she goes up to him. He pulls her into the curtain. Very spicy.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Would not be allowed at any school.
1: (laughs) Seven minutes in shower heaven.
0: They're like in the shower together. In the school. Like, they'd at least have to make that curtain clear. Because, you know, that, there's... I'm honestly surprised that wasn't their first kiss. Because, you know, it's it'd be romantic. They're very close. I think they hug in there.
2: Does anyone else not think the skeleton outfits are goofy?
0: Uh, I think they're amazing. Yeah, I, I
1: really like them.
2: They're cool, but they're, like, goofy looking.
1: You know what, bro? Um, Fortnite ripped off this costume.
0: (laughs) Drew is two for two in his wild accusations today. (laughs) Fortnite ripped off the karate kid. All right, is that the uh, the skull trooper? It is,
4: yeah. Oh, wow, you're right, Drew. See, see. (laughs)
0: Man, well, Paramount, you have a you have a lawsuit on your hands. Good luck. A lot
2: of explaining to do.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, Daniel ends up going to the bathroom, and while well, he's in there, he knows his Johnny Lawrence in the stall, and he's rolling a blunt. He's jamming to tunes.
1: What? He's a cool. He really?
0: Dude. Yeah, he's rolling a blunt in that bathroom. No, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. You sure he's 100%. not just rolling a cigarette? A dude is wild, then.
0: it is one hundred percent a blunt. He is rolling in 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 school. This movie, Karate
2: Kid, released in the eighties. Yeah, he's rolling a blunt in school.
0: He is. I find that hard to believe.
2: I believe it's a cigarette.
0: Nah, nah, it's a, it's a blunt.
2: I feel like Weed was viewed as worser in the movie world back then.
0: Well, Johnny's set to be the villain.
2: Well, I guess that's very villainous of him in the 80s.
0: (laughs) I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He's definitely rolling a blunt. Who rolls a cigarette?
2: What? Plenty of people roll a cigarette.
0: Yeah, but no high schooler does, and not in the 80s.
2: Bro, it's awesome. Well, to smokers, <laughs>
0: bro. It's
2: awesome <laughs> if you roll a cigarette.
0: Nah, Johnny. He it's like a, it's like a high school party and stuff too. He's he's blazing up a bit in the bathroom until he's rudely interrupted by Daniel, for who some reason thinks that it's smart to take a hose of. Uh, from the school faucet and drape it over the stall and just douse Johnny with water and run away. Bro. Johnny doesn't know what he looks like. Why doesn't he just stop?
1: He soaked the blunt.
0: Yeah, he soaked the blunt. He ruined the blunt. He ruined <gasps> Johnny's golden luck. That's what he's rolling up in there. Yeah, there. What we talked about the this school
4: scene. dance. Dude. Yes.
2: Oh man, I thought I was
4: ahead. I thought I don't know where you're at. I'm there. Okay, okay. I...
0: <laughs> yeah. But like Daniel runs. He he could just stop. I don't get why he runs out and he literally causes a three vehicle accident he outside. Does. Like he could run to Daniel's
2: a running break. has gotten a lot of people into trouble. He runs into the waiter holding all That's the true. the food and stuff. When Daniel runs, you got you have to watch out because it seems like most <laughs> people ain't.
1: <laughs> Maybe we should he just look like- where he's going. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like watching that scene as a kid, it's it's fun and stuff. But like as an adult, I'm like, holy crap, that's three vehicles. You just like gave them a lot to pay for in your like, little priest
2: Based on how it goes today,
4: I would have classified that as Hmm? 12000 dollars damage. See? That's
0: too much. Too much for a game.
2: For uh I think a fender and two front end replacements.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Four thousand each. Yeah, I'm gonna give it i am I'm gonna give it a uh, that price tag.
0: Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so the, all the Cobra Kai they chase after him. They got their boy Johnny's back because he is inevitably the victim in this scenario. And they hunt down uh, Daniel. They start giving him a bit of a beating. And then who shows up? Who's lurking in the back?
1: His savior. His savior, Miyagi.
4: Oh, the best. The goat. All Miyagi know two things. Fish and
1: karate and bonsai. And, that's three and, things. Well he knows sure, three I things. Then
0: catch fly in chopsticks. Four. Guess he knows a lot.
4: It's not two
0: things. And well, I
2: guess that's not knows me, that. I guess it's not all Miyagi though.
0: Yeah, but he wins, and Daniel goes home. He is very upset is this where he has his breakdown? He throws his bike away and yeah, he's crying to his mom and he hates it here. She didn't ask if he could come here. He just wants to go home and, Oh, grow uh, he up here and all this. This is a very good scene. I think Ralph Macho really does good here.
1: Yeah. He, he, he plays his heart out. Yeah. He
0: was our age when he uh did this. He was 22.
1: So, really wait yeah. i'm not 22
0: well dina's oh okay dina counts for oh us.
4: man
1: <laughs> ah. <laughs> old man
2: the other day i was just talking to a coworker. And we were like how old is tom holland and they were like he's 25 and i was like oh good i got three years still before i can hit his level <laughs> and he's like time's not up yet Dean. But now That's you tell me Daniel LaRusso is 22. I'm too late.
0: Well, no, yeah. you're right on time, dude. I'm right on time. Like, I'm right on yeah. time.
1: Move out to L.A.
2: That's what I have to do. That's what this movie tells me.
0: Yep. You got to move to L.A. In Hey, your parents have a computer company, right? This is going perfectly. Oh, wow. Huh? And you don't know karate. Uh, Dude, you are Daniel LaRusso I'm Daniel LaRusso Wait, why do I'm learning karate Well, this you year will. you will Because when you move out to LA A bunch of guys are going to pick on you And then you're going to beat just me up. old sensei well, I'm
2: yeah. going to be beaten half to death
4: At least once Before right. I start learning
0: You're going to be a car salesman someday
4: that, uh, that
1: sounds like zero progress. Dean. <laughs>
4: it sounds
2: like I spent 30 years training to hey, hey. do what I could do.
1: <laughs> but Daniel LaRusso is a very good car salesman. He's, he's he got is. a loving wife right. and family, big home. Audis, which are mm-hmm. unreliable.
2: Oh, all right. All right. Sorry, Audie. You look cool, though.
1: True.
0: Mm -hmm. So Miyagi agrees to train Daniel, brings him back to his house, and... Wait, no, no, no. They go to uh, Cobra Kai Dojo, and we see Cobra Kai in its natural habitat, and we meet John Kreese, who is amazing he he wasn't in this movie much but like for me he steals every scene he's in oh i he just, agree like, he's like such a presence to him where i'm just threatened by this guy i don't want to be by him don grease got ironed out in vietnam
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> dude he yeah he is awesome i could not think of a better person to play this character
0: oh yeah yeah it was um it was rumored that Chuck Norris was uh, asked to play John Kreese. Oh. This was not true. He was not asked uh. to. Um, but when asked about it, Chuck Norris said he would have turned it down if he was asked because he, th- he thought it painted karate instructors in a bad light, and he didn't want that.
1: Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Chuck
0: Norris would not have played John Kreese anyway.
2: The truck that Daniel left in with Miyagi, um, the way he takes off lurching with the truck, thats mm-hmm. uh, that just reminds me of my first day with the Mustang. That's
0: <laughs> how it works.
2: That's how it works. That was, I wouldn't say that was with my dad. My dad did stall it like once or twice on the way home from getting it with me. Mm. But...
0: Speaking of cars, cars. I wanted to. This seems like a good time to ask you. What's the car that Miyagi gives Daniel? Dang it.
2: That gives Daniel. I was too focused on the fact that I think Miyagi has the car that Mr. Incredible has.
0: (laughs) I didn't know Mr. Incredible had a specific car.
2: It's the. I'm pretty sure I said it in the Incredibles episode. I'm pretty sure it's a Nash Metropolitan. And Daniel Larusso and his mom. The wagon is a '69 Chevelle wagon, but it is a Malibu trim. Which, wow, the Malibu is its own model nowadays. It looks like, it looks like, um, he was given a 1948 Ford Super Deluxe convertible.
4: Which the ding, Super ding, Deluxe ding, might ding, be a convertible.
0: Good job, Dean. That was that was very good. It's Thank a nice you. car.
4: It is a nice
2: car.
0: Out of all the cars that he shows him, is that the car you would have picked?
2: Uh, let me look at his lineup a minute. Mr. Okay.
0: Because it's Daniel's birthday later on, and he has to go. He, this annoyed me, because Daniel says he has to go. His mom planned a birthday party for him. And then he leaves in the car and goes straight to the arcade to see Allie. He doesn't go to his mom's oh. birthday party.
1: Oh, my. All right, I take back everything I said. Daniel's the bully. <laughs> Dang.
0: Like, I don't know if that was a goof or if he was, like, just too in love with the new car and wanted to show it off or what, what happened there. But it was really weird to me.
1: That, that is really sad. Of what Miyagi yeah.
2: has, I think it would be. That car, if not the Nash Metropolitan. And I do like the Nash Metropolitan because it's a tiny, tiny car. Mm.
0: It's, a, it's a nice car. He, all the cars he has are uh, nice, classic cars.
4: Drew. Looks like he's got a wagon, the truck, super deluxe, and then there's a black car which kind of looks like a Cadillac.
0: Did you know Ralph Macchio still owns that car?
4: Which one? Oh, the
2: 48?
0: The Deluxe? Yeah. He actually got that car? Yeah, the producers gave it to him after the movie. Oh, that's so cool. Yep, and he still has it. Wow.
1: I would, uh, uh...
4: You know,
2: I would uh, have a car meet with him one day.
1: Yeah. I remember him showing it off in Cobra Kai at least once.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's in that. Well, yeah, he show. has it in
1: Cobra Kai. I know that probably is the
0: same one. Probably
2: yeah, that's is. crazy. I don't see why not. Yeah. They're not crashing
0: it. Yeah. So we're at the Cobra Kai dojo now. And what do you guys think of John Kreese? I kind of gave my thoughts on him.
1: Um, very intimidating, man. Uh, yeah, I don't, I I could not think of anybody better. I think he's, like, when, I think he's got a 100-yard a stare on his face, you know? It's mm-hmm. it's a scary one. Like, just the way that he glares at everybody, very intimidating.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, he's, he gives a great performance, too. Like, his acting, very good.
0: Mm-hmm. It's interesting dynamic to have one sensei be a, World War II veteran, and the other be a Vietnam veteran. That is, I don't know exactly uh, where the connection comes into play, but I just like they're veterans. Yeah, yep. And like Miyagi was given a Medal of Valor. Well, Kreese, not to go too deep into Cobra Kai, but we learned that he did some kind of shady stuff in Vietnam. Yeah, so. Even that
4: purple heart. Uh,
1: did he get a purple heart? Well, he I remember him claiming he got something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I like in Cobra Kai, I can't believe like half the things Kreese says.
2: True, like ninety yeah, percent
0: of what he says.
2: <laughs> Even the and episode the about his history.
0: Yeah, but does it happen in that episode? I don't know. Okay. Because, yeah, like, if he's saying it, most unreliable guy in that show. Yeah, they come up with a deal that they are going to not allow Johnny and the rest of Cobra Kai to pummel on Daniel. He has a few months to train for the big karate tournament, the All-Valley karate tournament, and they'll settle it there. So, seems like a pretty good deal. Daniel yeah. gets a little karate, and he gets... Uh, we aren't really given a specific time frame, but I'd assume it's a few months off from daily beatings. So Probably. Yeah, they go back to it Miyagi's is- home, though. Very nice home. Very nice cars. And the first lesson we learn is wax on, wax off. And he has to wax all of Miyagi's cars.
1: Classic. Hey. Very big, uh, classic.
4: Classic cars.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. Oh, wait, Christmas is over.
0: (laughs) And the next day, he has to learn how to paint the fence, which is very uh, up and down, up and down, and yeah, very monotonous. I like the part where. Daniel's like, oh, I'm almost done. And Miyagi's like, no, you paint whole fence. And it's the, it's like this very long panning shot of the entire fence, and it does just keep going. It's a nice and, fence. And I I looked at Kim, and I was like, yeah, that would have been the moment I snapped. <laughs> that would have been my breaking yeah. point.
2: I thought that was when he was going to snap. Mm-hmm. I th- He
0: endures a lot.
1: He does. I think, think it's very uh, cool. I always thought it was very cool how he instills these lessons to him and just teaches them through everyday chores. And I feel like a lot of people feel the same way because this has been something that has now been mocked in other movies and has transcended kind of cinema history. Like, it's just very infamous scene.
0: Yeah, no, I agree completely. It is. It's like. I, I think the crane kick, too, is those two things are. Oh, yeah. What kind of really came out of this movie and kind of cemented it in, like, pop culture. So, yeah. And the, he has sand the floors, too. And his breaking point is Miyagi leaves a note on the door and says, Gone fishing, paint the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: He ain't even um, there to say it this time
0: Exactly I think that was smart on Miyagi Because I think that, that Daniel Would not have painted that house If he was there to fight back
1: Yeah he would have snapped
0: He kind of didn't have a choice to argue in it Um. Yeah but when he does get back He's like he's all mad He's like I did all your I painted your house I did all your chores What are we going to start learning karate in Miyagi goes, show me wax on, wax off. And I like at first Daniel like bends down to like do it on the car. And <laughs> Miyagi's like, no, stand. <laughs> got it. It's just because I know that's how it'd go. Where it's yeah. like, yeah, they're uh, not yeah. gonna know what you're trying to do. And so he does it, and then he does like, do show me paint the fence. And it's yeah, and then yeah. So he goes through all of it and then you see him, like, putting it all together where Miyagi throws a strike and he's like, paint the fence, and that's how he blocks it, and he's like, wax on, and then throws a strike, and it's just this very cool, fluid movement, and it's it
2: really all comes together. Water. It is, it is. Oh, yeah. It's all coming yeah. together.
0: Oh. oh, yeah. And that's when the training kind of really starts because the next... The next scene, I didn't get this, but he brings him to the beach. He's like, you have to learn balance. Go play in the ocean. <laughs> so, he doesn't uh, I learn guess... balance on the boat? No, I mean, he does on the, on the boat too, but at the beach, he's like, you gotta learn balance. Go play in the ocean. <laughs> so, I guess he's trying to All just right. his hand waves.
1: Yeah, I think he's yeah, more or less talking about the incoming tide. High tide! Oh,
2: <laughs> Johnny, at the carnival, um, drives up in a Studebaker Avanti. I wanted to say, I'm pretty sure that's what the car is, but it's
4: a interesting looking car, and I really want one. I think it's red.
3: Okay, if it's not. That's I like it in red. Car?
2: The car Johnny's driving, I can't say Mm -hmm. it's his car, because judging by Cobra Kai, it seemed like he had a Firebird. I think it was a Firebird, or a Mm Tram-Zam, I don't know. I don't know. Also, wasn't there a dent on the wagon's back door? Like, I clearly saw it in the beginning of the movie, but the rest of the movie, it wasn't on the car. And they don't go, oh, let's take the wagon to the shop. I mean, they gotta keep kick-starting it. Or, like, push-starting it. Um, you put it in second gear, and you push it till it's around. I don't know. They say I think five ten miles an hour, and you pop the clutch and let. I'm pretty sure the momentum turns the engine and gets it going. That's push starting. All well, I can do it. Yeah, normal, you were telling me about sure. this
0: before we started recording, and apparently it, you hear the engine going before it's supposed to.
2: Yeah, when there. Are, I'm pretty sure it's when Allie meets Daniel's mom. Um, They got to push start the car, but you still hear the starter go, which is wrong. The starter is like when you hear it go. (laughs) That's it trying to turn your engine over. Well, they're pushing the car because that part ain't doing that. It ain't turning the engine. So they push Mm -hmm. the car and give it momentum so that when they basically throw it in gear, um, the engine starts turning and it starts. You gotta give it gas, though, or else it stalls.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, there was a little mistake, but I'm pretty sure in the first scene where you see the car, there's a dent on the back door. And I feel like the rest of the scenes with the car, there is no dent on the back door. I noticed that, and, you know, why are they gonna pay... And times are different. You know, maybe it was cheaper to do body work back then, but why are they gonna pay the work to redo that... that tailgate, door, lift gate, I don't know which way it goes, turn gate, you call it whatever you want. But the dent is gone. I don't know why they'd spend money to fix that before
0: it's my car bit. <laughs> is that is that the um is that when they're going to pick Allie up for the date and the parents are kind of jerks? Parents are kind mm-hmm. of jerks.
2: Um I'm pretty sure it's before Miyagi and where we still go to the beach. Yeah, oh. I,
0: I was so mad at her parents when the mom rolls down the window and says hi to them, and they don't say anything back. Yeah, oh yeah, that infuriated me. Daniel's mother doesn't get a drop of respect in this movie. You are right. She is,
1: yeah. Dang. She is biggest R.I.P. in terms of <laughs> true. emotional r.i.p
0: yeah biggest emotional r.i.p she she uh i believe in cobra kai they say that their dad died daniel's dad died um so she lost her husband she has to relocate In a computer job that lays her off and shuts down, her son doesn't go to his own birthday party that she planned for him. Allie's parents are jerks. But, yeah. So, um, but, well, we're on the... I want to go back to the beach because we see Miyagi do the crane. The crane kick in the very... Oh, yeah. ...iconic shot, which was not done by Pat Morito, but it was done by a stunt double. And the stunt double is great because he also does. He is like a karate guy. And in that scene where the Cobra Kai are going after Daniel after the Halloween dance, the stunt double for Miyagi, who was the one actually fighting them in the scene. The actors were complaining that he was hitting them too hard. It was going on for a long time. The stunt and, double? Yeah, and the stunt double was like, you know what? Let's get my guys in. So the stunt double brought in his karate students, dressed them up in the skeleton costumes, and like they got it in one take. Like, flawless.
3: Oh, that's cool. And-
0: Because, yeah, they were much better and actually trained martial artists, unlike, as we already said, William Zabka at the time did not know karate. I doubt any of the other Cobra Kais did either.
1: So really in the skeleton suits in that scene are doubles?
0: Yeah, yep, all of them are doubles. Oh, that's cool. And Miyagi's a double, so you, all the characters you're watching are not the characters.
1: <laughs> good thing I didn't go.
2: I cannot stop watching this scene until I spot Johnny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you you would have not you would never looked away.
2: I would have never looked away. I would have been missing from this episode.
1: I mean they they did a pretty good job at hiding it. I think. Yeah,
0: no, I I
1: believe so too.
0: I didn't look for it.
1: Oh man. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, if oh. if you're if you're watching and you noticed, that would be a problem. I I do really want to talk about this
0: training more because they're I because I just love the Miyagi and Daniel bond. I feel like it's a very strong point in the Cobra Kai show that mm-hmm. I never really grasped because I wasn't too familiar with this movie and its sequels. But like in this movie, you just get it, you know. They're homies so we homies just till the finished end.
2: Cobra Kai. We've already been warmed up.
0: Yeah, but Cobra Kai, you just hear Daniel talk about Miyagi a bunch. You never see him and Miyagi interact because unfortunately um Pat Morita passed away. Yeah. Many years before, so
2: 2005. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: So, yeah. RIP. But still, so you don't really see them interact in the show, but in this you actually get see them interact that and how they meet and bond and how they are eventually like a well-respected student and teacher.
2: Not that you don't. But the thing is, what I'm saying is, since we watched Cobra Kai, which I do still think you get that connection because you see how deep-rooted the friendship is with Daniel and. We go into the movie already knowing about it. Is it as clear if you don't know about it?
0: Is it as clear going into this or Cobra Kai?
2: This.
4: If you don't know about it. which
0: By the end of it, yes. I'd say so. By the end of it, like, yeah, you definitely see, because the first thing Daniel does when he wins is he goes, Miyagi, we did it! We did it! So... It,
2: it, it is obvious. I guess I had I was more picky about it because we were we weren't at the end yet, and we like it's so clear that they're together. But is it? Who says Daniel doesn't it, well, seem talk
0: about
1: this boat more that angry?
0: Miyagi's fishing, Wait. and Daniel's Wait. Drew has oh, been
2: sorry, trying sorry, to say
1: something. Sorry, sorry Drew. <laughs> uh, since we were talking about Miyagi's um, the actor's death, um. I just this is kind of a uh off topic, well kind of on topic, but um a segue, just kind of wanted to talk about um how in Cobra Kai, I think they do a really good job of merging flashbacks in that show um mm-hmm. and including them. And I think that definitely helps to illustrate in that show at least like how much of a bond they had like cuz I know they have some flashbacks with him in it and yeah, obviously, Daniel talks about it a lot. But I think I always enjoy, like, good flashback integration. I just think it's a little too cheap when you just do, like, a fade to white and then do a flashback or something like that. But they, they'll they often do, like, a match cut or something, which I think really helps to sell it. I like yeah. that a lot. I appreciate and that. And they know when to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it always feels like the right time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I like that season one. They don't just pile you with Miyagi flashbacks, but in it's like when Daniel goes to China, that's when you see the flashbacks of them in China.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and it's it feels like a very organic way to kind of not like handhold your audience and be like, you should feel something here because Daniel remembers this thing, but it's just like, oh yeah, they they were here and they did this thing. Yeah,
2: that technically—that's so. That's uh, I might have.
0: Okay, so
2: is that technically spoon fooding Spoon feeding?
1: Spoon fooding <laughs> Spoon
0: feeding the audience?
2: Because yeah, we don't I'm know really
0: spoon fooding them. Okay. No, I don't. I don't think it's spoon feeding at all. Like I said, it—it it doesn't feel like that. It feels. It like it, it's not like showing you this with the intent of like oh you should cry or you should really feel something here. It's more like just informing you, like in case yeah. you didn't watch K- Karate Kid Part Three. Yeah, uh, that's what I was. Yeah, this say. is a thing that happened.
1: Like it still wants. I did not. Yeah, exactly. Like it still wants people to be able to watch and follow along but it, yeah, it doesn't want to make you go and re-watch all the movies even though I'm sure people have because of the show When I was buying this movie I saw
2: on Vudu there's a deal to get all three movies and I was uh, like ooh that could be handy and you did it, it? it was oh man it was like 40 bucks like 35-40 bucks I was like ooh No, that's a little pricey. It's a little pricey.
0: Not that great of a deal for movies in which I really only know
1: the first one for people saying it's good. I think people mostly enjoy the second at least.
0: Yeah, I feel like people like the other two, but nobody talks about them, you know?
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: So I, I don't really have a broad, I don't have a wide pool of knowledge. To draw from. Yeah, okay, so back to this boat scene and you want to talk about Miyagi and Daniel bonding it's it's very cute because uh, Daniel has to balance on the boat and they're having this nice heart to heart Miyagi laughs so
2: hard right? though <laughs> like he must have not had an interesting life if that really made it seem like it was the best thing he ever seen Man went through a war. Well, I guess not he much rocks- good is happening then.
0: <laughs> he rocks the boat, and Daniel falls off. And yeah, he does release, like, the heartiest chuckle. <laughs> chuckle doesn't even do it justice. This is a cackle.
2: You're all wet, Daniel-son. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> but much louder. But if I go louder, my mic won't catch me.
0: Yeah, it's... It's like Green Goblin Joker. It would make them blush. This laugh. It is very great. Oh um, yeah. man,
2: Green Goblin Joker are very different mentalities, but you're not. I can see where you are coming from.
0: Yeah, just it is like an insane laugh. Like I can't understate it. Maybe I'll edit it in because it is.
2: That would probably work better.
0: People need to hear it.
2: <laughs> they need to hear it. Yeah. Otherwise.
0: Learn how to keep
3: going No! You all went behind me! You
2: For a minute, I was thinking of Miyagi and... Ah! Ah! I'm like, whoa. <laughs> um...
0: I want to, the stunt double for uh, Pat Morita, I'd want to clarify, his name is Fumio DeMura. So, I I just wanted to clarify that, because I didn't say his name earlier, because I didn't have it in front of me, I finally found it. So, shout out to Fumio DeMura. He gets a gi! I
2: was, yeah, he gets the gi. I was gonna say, so he, unless this is different, I don't know, doesn't he drive right from there? and i just feel like cuz i want to talk about a point where is sees the car
0: like yes he goes because remember he says he has to go to his mom's birthday party yeah. that he planned, that she planned for him but instead he goes and sees Allie. so yeah that is it
2: here was my issue okay um uh-huh. he gets this he gets this 48 super deluxe ford and it's like obviously a prized possession And he takes it so gleefully away from Miyagi, which was offered, which is okay. But for one, like you say, he doesn't go to his party like he says he's going to like to his mom. So he deceives Miyagi in that way. And he leaves and he goes and sees Allie and then just lets Allie drive the damn thing. (laughs) Why? Uh, Hey, it's the 80s. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I said that same thing watching it I'm like I don't care who you are If I get a nice classic car Like that And it's literally like 20 minutes Within me having it You aren't driving Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
2: You you
0: want me to drive Hey it's the 80s It's the 80s What does that mean Daniel (laughs)
2: Man I wish I was in the 80s For anything to be Rendered doable just women by saying, have "Hey, the right it's the to 80s. drive."
0: <laughs> is that what he meant by it? I think that is point? what he
1: meant. I think that is what he meant.
2: Eighties? It, hmm.
1: it well, I very don't think women right.
2: didn't have the right to drive.
1: Well, I yeah, I feel like he just impl- he's implying something of that degree
0: of where like Johnny probably wouldn't let her drive the car because he's Mr. macho man. Wait, did I say but,
2: I thought women didn't have the right to drive? Because I think they did. I think did.
0: They did. They did. I don't know if women ever drive. didn't have the right to drive in the United States.
1: Yeah. Then what's what's Drew's point then? I think yeah, he's so just saying... I think he's saying something to that degree. Something dealing with, uh... Yeah. Uh, women's suffrage. Hey, we're not in the Middle East.
3: <laughs> the right to vote!
1: <laughs> yep, Their right to vote is, uh, what he's getting at.
0: Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I'm, uh... Yeah, I was thinking kind of along the lines of... He's being more... He's being... He's showing his sensitive side. His... You can drive today. Johnny wouldn't let her drive. Game. Daniel's like, look at me. I'm better. I'm letting you drive this 48 car.
1: That I just got.
0: That I just got, and I used to come to you to argue with you about an unconsensual kiss. But you can drive. Between you and your ex. But you can drive. We're going to go have fun. You can drive. Yeah. Um, the the bonsai tree that's on his gi that was actually designed and drawn by Pat Morita, who is Mr. Miyagi. He wow! So good on him. Mr. That's he's, wholesome. He's a,
2: the man knows the culture. He does. It seems
0: he was heavily influenced in his performance on Fumio. Uh, Fumio Demura, who was what kind a of drug is that <laughs> It was this Japanese uh karate sensei, um who is a very famous Japanese sensei if you're in that realm of thinking, but I am not. My so- apologies.
2: <laughs>
0: um but he based his whole performance off of that. And so where was I going with the, Oh yeah. There's a documentary even about the sky. Um, going to be honest. I had somewhere I was going with it. There's hey, a documentary? that in
1: itself was pretty neato,
0: <laughs> but yeah, like he, he just patterns his martial arts off of him, his speech patterns off of the sky and the actual Fumio Demura, who I shouted out earlier was his stunt double. So he actually had that guy stunt doubling for him and he was basing his performance off of him. And I believe that guy is even the referee in the final matchup of the karate tournament. Okay. Oh, that's okay. that's like, neat. It's the, yeah, it's the 80s. It's a. It's hey, a it's the 80s. 80s. It's the 80s. Women can drive. <laughs> um. It's like this movie only had an $8 million budget, which is very small, but also it's like a very young cast that's all shot on location. There aren't special effects, so it's a lower budget, but it uh, raked in quite the haul of uh, it raked in $176 million. So, Ooh, all right, all yeah, right. right. that, that is almost, way to go.
2: That's almost a third of No Way Home.
0: Yeah, it, it's opening weekend. Uh, but also it was the top movie rental in 1985 was the Karate Kid.
1: Oh, I wouldn't believe that. That's cool.
0: But yeah, now that everything's made up, it's time for the Karate tournament. Woohoo. Yes. They don't they
1: do
2: not have the new mats.
0: Do not no, have not yet. Mats, the gold trim. The
2: old mat. Old mats.
0: I'm I'm the new mat. Oh, changing my ways. I'm a whole new man. Yeah, but uh, we kind of mentioned it earlier, but I love the scene of Miyagi stealing a black belt from the coordinator. Because he's like, um, the coordinator's like, yeah, what belt is he? Uh, black belt. Okay, good, because this is only for brown belts and above. And Allie and Daniel are walking away and Miyagi grabs uh, Allie's arm and hands her the belt so she can run away with it. <laughs> no. Daniel I love that you freaking probably stole a spot from another kid
1: good nice Daniel well, that it.
2: other kid yeah that other kid wasn't getting his well maybe he was who knows but he likely wasn't getting beat he up he wasn't day.
1: the star of the movie he wasn't no. the star of the movie
0: no way uh cry tournament goes on and Daniel's doing pretty good. They kind of reassure him a lot of like, it's not about if you win, it's just that you put up a good fight and then they'll respect you because like, Hey, he can fight now.
1: And yeah. So it's a good message.
0: Yeah. It's a good message. And that's what I kind of think escalates this movie above other certain movies like Rocky, where this one's actually satisfying to watch. Like, even if Daniel lost at the end, I'd be satisfied. but like, yeah. he wins, man. He oh
1: wins, and that is he gets awesome. that fat dub
0: i' do how don't even think Rocky wins? Does Rocky win? I think he does.
1: I don't know. I, mean, I don't Daniel care. wins First despite Rocky, getting
2: just... cheated at a couple times. yeah, like yeah. people are like trying to snap his leg in half, <laughs> and he's still going.
1: It's all thanks to that, uh...
0: Yeah, Rocky loses in the first movie. Spoiler alert for Rocky. That sucks. Screw Rocky. Daniel LaRusso beats Rocky Balboa from here to Sunday. Uh, Mark my words. Call me up, James Gavsey. I got your new (laughs) who would win matchup here.
1: Those are two very different fighting styles. I don't know who would win in that. (laughs) Also, (laughs) Rocky is like... Double or triple the age of Daniel. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I don't know. Let, let me see. Who? Let's see. Karate versus boxing. Because I want. I want to. Because I'm unbelievably pissed at Rocky still for wasting hours of my life. Um, dang. I just. It just sucks. Um. Yeah. the Yeah. The internet never has good answers for me. It, pretty much, people are just saying, ah, either one could win."
2: Hey, but either way, uh, what do you think of Miyagi's uh healing bit? Do you think Dude. that at all could make sense?
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. I mean, literally, I think the only thing from it that kind of makes sense is yeah he's using friction to make his hands warmer and yeah kind of healing but like yeah no and not to that degree not just like oh i'm better now i don't notice this (laughs) i mean he's still limping in that yeah yeah he is but but he rides it out like a champ
0: he does Yeah, the one Cobra Kai, first Cobra Kai in, like, the semifinals is told to do an illegal kick to get himself disqualified, get Daniel, like, actually injured enough to not even compete, so Johnny wins by technicality. But Daniel ends up coming through with the help of Miyagi's magic healing, um, and he is able to fight Johnny, and it's a very good fight. Uh, they go back and forth for a bit. I think Daniel is winning. I think it ends up being like two to zero at one point, and then Johnny comes ahead. It's tied two to two, and then we hear Crease say, "Sweep the leg." Oh, you, you dirty dog, dirty dog. That shot of Crease saying "sweep the leg" is actually like the first take. Because he was supposed to say in a relaxed tone of like, sweep the leg. But he said it in this like cold, like calculating, just like villainous tone of like, sweet. I I, I can't even do it justice. And it like took (laughs) William Zabka by surprise. (laughs) And like, that's a genuine reaction on Johnny's face of hearing him say it because he was expecting to hear it in a different way. And they they liked it so much that they used that shot, and I think it works perfectly because it just really captures how like Johnny is a like he's a bit of a jerk kid, but Crease is like an actual villain.
1: Yeah, he is just downright evil.
0: Yeah, he's like yeah he's he basically wants Johnny to do permanent damage to this kid's leg. <laughs> yeah, so we get the final matchup, and oh. Daniel's doing the crane it starts going just one one two hit boom boom Johnny's on the floor crane kick to the face and Johnny he hits the ground and he starts like skirting his face across the floor did you guys notice just like how bad that kick looked
1: yeah yeah like, he
0: Main was down <laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: he (laughs) Oh yeah, he got nailed. He also well he didn't expect it at all, I don't think. Yeah. I think that's some of the beauty in the pose. They say it's unblockable. Is it though?
3: I feel like Uh, I could block it. That's what he said
1: though. I I don't believe it's unblockable, but I I would very much believe that it's just a technique Johnny had not yet seen. And that's why he didn't know it was coming. Don't teach
0: that in Cobra Kai.
1: I
2: love it, but Johnny, after like they declare Daniel as the winner and whatnot, Johnny runs up and goes, "You're all right, good match." And mm. I was like, "Ah, uh, you don't hear that much from villains
0: in movies." Yeah, yeah, You're that's, all right. That's where good I like match. Johnny because he's 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 just a jerk. He's not a villain.
1: Yeah, true.
0: And Daniel and Miyagi, they. Give this look. I like Miyagi's face. I'm pretty sure it's a meme. Uh just like this smug look and a nod. Well, Daniel's like, whoa. Oh. And yeah. a very abrupt ending. <laughs> like
2: it is. It ended and I was like, oh.
0: Yeah. Alright. I, I think I blinked and the credits were rolling. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I missed something.
2: <laughs> I changed. I fast forwarded with my mind. <laughs>
0: And that's the movie. And that's that the movie. movie.
1: You're oh, man. I tried to catch up.
0: <laughs> Dean, you won our IMDB game. Do you want to give your final thoughts and rating first? Oh I did really
2: enjoy it. Um I think my enjoy or excited, not as excited meter it teetered in the very beginning, but as it went on, I just got more and more excited for the match. I, I wanted to see that ended match. I wanted to see that crane kick happen. And it happened. I was like, woo, woo, woo! All the movie's done. And, yeah. That's pretty much how that went. Um I'm assuming his mom's very proud.
4: Uh, and I hope him and Allie do well. Um I'm going <laughs> to give it a I'll s- I think I'm going to stick to my same,
0: same 7 5. 7 5? Yeah. All right, all right. Nice, nice. Drew, your final rating and final thoughts?
1: Oh, I love 80s movies in general, and I think this is a great 80s movie. I love the messages throughout I love our characters, Mr Miyagi especially he he's a super likable dude. um I think this tells a great story, and this has been a movie that I've always just cherished uh I think it's very nostalgic. I think it's one of my favorite go to martial arts related films, fighting films, so uh yeah I I' love mostly everything about this movie. I think the more you see it, the more it is a little bit slow on a rewatch, but that's just because, you know, you've you've seen this story so many times, um, and I feel like that can be said for just about any movie, but I, yeah, I, I, I really love this movie. I think uh, I think I would give it. A, I think I'm gonna go with an 8.5 out of 10.
0: Nice, nice, awesome. All right, yeah, this movie, uh, *Karate Kid*. I loved it. I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I really enjoyed this movie, and I can I can see part of the slow aspects of it. I think, I think the first act dragged a little for me. But once it got to the training and then, like, once it really kind of tightened up and focused on Miyagi and Daniel's relationship and then having it build to the tournament itself, it got really good. And for some reason, I never bring up music as we're talking about the movie, but I always remember to talk about it in my final (laughs) thoughts. Love the music. Iconic 80s score.
1: Absolutely. Especially Cruel Summer. Great yes
0: songs. by Bananarama. Yep, Bananarama, of course. It was just like a feel-good, fun time. I didn't have to think too hard or anything. It, it didn't really challenge my morals. It taught me a good lesson, but and I, it was fun because I'm so into Cobra Kai to kind of go back and see the roots of that. And we talked about that before. How it's always fun to go see the first thing of a franchise. So, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I almost said Cobra Kai. The Karate Kid, for me, is getting a 9 out of 10.
4: Nice.
0: Woot woot. Alright, and that does it for The Karate Kid. Next up in 80s month, we got Drew. Drew, I know you've been having a really rough time thinking of what 80s movie you're going to pick. Have you come to your decision, my good sir?
1: So, uh, the thing is... I haven't come to my decision, which is why I want to do this slightly differently in the sense that, uh, since you didn't get to participate in IMDB game today, and since you chose the movie, I want to ask you to pick one or two. Me? Yeah.
0: Oh, man. And he
1: do this?
0: So you have, you have two options that you want, and you'd be happy with either of them.
1: Yes, they are like neck and neck for me, and I've assigned them both numbers.
0: All right. Oh, man. I'm going to go. Let's go number one. Number one.
1: All right. That's a great choice. We will be. And uh, thankfully, my I was able to uh, slide in what I was talking about in our season-wrapped episode. I was saying I want to see a little bit more horror this is kind of that. Um, we are going to be watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, my what? goodness. <laughs> yup. Yup. <laughs> oh, man.
0: I watched that for the first time last year, and I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm excited to rewatch it because it's a
1: trip. <laughs> oh, so. it is. This is the goofiest 80s movie of all time, and it is so <laughs> fun. I love it. Shoot.
0: Um, well uh, i have
2: no idea what it's gonna be about
1: (laughs) well
0: it says it all in the title yeah
1: you kind of already know all right it's
0: it's exactly what you think it is (laughs) all right killer clowns from outer space for next week awesome uh with all that being said drew where can the people find you and all the good things you do online
1: be making gaming videos check me out on youtube at naughty bear freak uh and all social media platforms under the same name especially twitch i'd be live streaming occasionally uh and check out my film pics on instagram at harvey.barker.photo.video awesome
0: dean where can the people find you and all the good things you do online
4: uh they can find
2: me on instagram That's where I put a lot of pictures that I
4: have taken. It's uh, Dean Calkins. It's all one word, all lowercase. Check it out.
0: Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Hopper2400. On my personal YouTube channel, Pure Fission. And, of course, join the club. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast, Hit that notification bell so you can be notified every single Monday when new episodes drop. And we have merch. Go to our merch store on redbubble.com. Look up Dial-Up Movie Club. You'll find all your your shirts, your mugs, your laptop stickers, your car stickers. It's a sticker. You can put it on whatever you want. I don't care. Bed sheets, pillows, uh, thermos clocks they have clocks with the dial up movie club logo on them that sounds amazing to me
1: and also uh if you didn't get to catch it at christmas time we have a new special out on Mm -hmm. our youtube channel yes dial up pictures on
0: youtube we have a new christmas special came out if you missed it upon release go check it out marty mayhem saves christmas check it out it's great time Uh yeah and make sure to watch killer clowns from outer space for next week's episode thank you so much for listening to another episode of the dial up movie club and remember sweep the leg goodbye everybody goodbye 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 hey see you next time strike hard strike first no mercy